0: Well, there's nothing, Keith, like putting on an award show and not winning anything, right? (laughs) Well, we all know the Russians hacked Marketron, but the point is it can happen to any of us. And offers for Tegna's TV stations were due yesterday. I hope you got yours in. Uh, Just more testosterone for all the big guys. Hi, we do this twice a week, each Tuesday and Thursday morning. We get together and uh, we kind of chat about what's going on in the media world. It takes us less than 20 minutes, and we always run out of time (laughs) because there's so much going on. guy next to me, that's Keith Samuels down in Southern California. I'm Jackson Weaver, and for Tuesday, September 28th, this is Media Insultant. little housekeeping, Keith. Media Insultant videos are moving to a new home. As you know, we've posted an entire year's worth of video on YouTube, Mm -hmm. and they just keep bumping us. They just keep saying you can't access this account, and they won't tell us why, and then suddenly they turn it back on. So it simply got too hard to count on them. So we are moving over to Vimeo. All the videos will be posted on Vimeo from here on out. We're still working out some of the bugs, and hope everybody will kind of bear with us. But you can find any of them under Jackson Weaver. Unfortunately, we're still working on a media consultant channel that's not complete yet. So, welcome to Vimeo, Keith. <laughs> yeah, welcome to welcome to digital video blogging. You know, a little bit
1: uh, of inside information, but you know, it's um, it's not easy navigating these sites. So, you know, what yeah, you do? you're doing a great inside. job, though, Jackson. Thank you for handling all the back end stuff. And our audio shows, the audio version of this very, very special episode and the future episodes are always available on, uh, on Apple, on Audible, on iHeart, on Spotify, wherever you go to find your, um, your audio podcasts, we're there. And typically, sometimes you've got some great cover art. So there might be a picture of you or me or,
0: you know, some,
1: uh, some media executive that we want to shame. Um, and, uh, you, you know, it's, you always do a great job of uh, spicing up how we look.
0: Well, uh, you know, you can do almost anything with video these days. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing I'd like to make a correction. Last week we were discussing the television stations and the demise of these big broadcast facilities. And we talked about Cairo TV's broadcast house. And I made the statement that the station, Cairo TV, was purchased from Bonneville by Cox. And, well, that was a major whoops. I was dead wrong. Bonneville sold Cairo TV to Belo which then became Tegna but that's another story a big waltz of station swapping with Dallas and St Louis and Tacoma all another story for another day but I wanted to correct that error Belo bought Cairo TV from Bonneville not Cox
1: okay and then how long and how long did Belo own it before Cox bought it
0: that's a great question and I'm going to say probably uh, 20 plus years 25 years really? something like that
1: wow okay Oh, so that—that well, that is a faux pas.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that was that was my whoops. That was my whoops. Dark days, Keith, in Networkville, the Emmys expose Ooh. over the air to its final days. CBS aired the Emmys, and basically, <laughs> who knew? Not one <laughs> major network, what we consider major network, won an Emmy. Is is this now turning into uh, an OTT award show? For are the Emmys going to be just about over over the top about Netflix and Hulu and and Apple Plus and those people? What do you think?
1: Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, you know, or as we say in our house, the streaming services. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it's an industry term to say OTT, but there's not a single household in America that turns on that gets out their Roku or Apple TV remote control and says, hey, honey, what's on OTT tonight? <laughs> it's, it's about, you know, what's what's on? OK, there's nothing on CBS, NBC, ABC or Fox. So let's go to let's go to Netflix. And, I, and on my Roku remote, there's a Netflix button there's a Disney Plus button. You know, there's a Roku button. It's it's amazing. They make it so easy. And, uh, and I'm sure they get a lot of money for it. But yes, yeah, so the streaming services absolutely cleaned up on the Emmys. I think Netflix won 44 Emmys. Mm-hmm. And if uh, the trades are correct, that ties a record set by CBS back in like the 70s when they were running the Mary Tyler Moore show and, you know, right. Rhoda and All in the Family and, you know, when 60 Minutes was, was like relevant and, uh, you know, all those, not anymore. You know, they just, uh, you know, here CBS carries the show and they get the ratings and they get to sell the time
0: and they don't win a freaking Emmy. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. Well, these aren't necessarily the most Popular shows, or the shows with the largest audience, they simply are the ones that are the most award-winning in terms of the Emmy Awards, right?
1: Well, right, yeah. So, so you have to be a um, you have to be a member of the the association that the you know the, the trade association that puts the Emmys on. It's like you know the Academy you know Awards or the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, and the uh, the Golden Globes are the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Just those members vote and even with the academy awards for instance you know the members can't vote on everything you know the directors vote for directors you know the actors vote for actor you know i think the acting thing everybody can vote for best picture everybody can vote for but you know if you if you if you're voting for best documentary and the academy awards you've got to prove you've seen it you know and and they track that stuff okay you know they track it so when we talk about the emmys it's not People's Choice Awards, it has nothing to do with audience or you and me. It has to do with the people in the industry that are members of the association that votes for the Emmys. And that's what you see. And so here you have this group that's being showered with money by Netflix. Netflix is on track this year, get this kids, to spend, uh, where do I have it up here on the Emmys? They're going to spend $13.6 billion producing content for Netflix this year okay? $13.6 billion. Guess who's getting all that money? All the people in Hollywood that are producing shows for, you know, that, that need to sell it to Netflix and get a funding deal so they can do their deal for Netflix. And so you have Netflix rumbling around with all the money. You've got competing services like Apple TV with Ted Lasso, who I guess cleaned up on the Emmys. You've got uh, Disney Plus competing with that. Now you've got Paramount Plus, and you've got HBO Max. So you have all these other services that are trying to be like Netflix. So the town is drunk with streaming money to buy shows, right? It doesn't care if it's any good. We just got to buy it. It's, just, it's a big arms race in L.A. And, and it's gotten to the point where Netflix needs to promote its shows so so much because they've got to create some viewership and create excitement that they bought one of the big outdoor billboard companies along Sunset Strip here in Hollywood. And so they've got 80% of the billboards between La Cienega and Doheny in the Sunset Strip. It's crazy. You can't escape. If you're know if you in the industry and you drive Sunset Boulevard and 90% of the guys in the industry do, going to and from their offices in Beverly Hills, you can't miss it. Oh, there. where's my show? How come my show doesn't have a billboard? How come my show doesn't have a building? You know, and these aren't small. These are these are like twenty-story high buildings that are billboards. You know, so is this the
0: end of over-the-air? I mean, you know, the you're right. They're called streaming. OTT is an insider phrase, but is this? Does this mean that the networks are relegated to doing things like you know uh, the the dance competitions and the. The sing-offs and that kind of thing is that yeah. is that what yeah. they're all getting you know,
1: Yeah, I mean, what NBC's number one show I think is The Voice. You know, you've got what's the uh, the you know the singers. You, you can't see the singers. What's it What's
0: it called? I see. Now you're asking me about a show I haven't even watched. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So yeah.
1: you've Dancing with the Stars. You've got you've got The Voice. You've got uh, American Idol, which is you know struggling. Along. You got America's Got Talent. You've got Masked Singer. Uh, you know, that's that panel show. So all those things are doing great. you got live sports.
0: Well, they're not um, doing great. Let's let's be clear. They're not doing great. What they are is incredibly cheap to produce compared to the production we're seeing from the OTT streaming services. Right. But they're not doing great. You know, they, they develop an audience, but it's not a killer audience. They're doing good, good enough to sell some spots in it. You yeah, know, that's, that's right. That's right. All right, well, speaking of spots, it looks like our friends at Marketron are back up uh, after this weekend for the most part. Those of you who are in the business, know Marketron does all of the trafficking, which is invoicing and scheduling of commercials for radio stations. And they were hacked by the Russians last week. Took about 6,000 stations offline. So 6,000 stations have got no billing, no invoicing, no traffic orders, no logs, nothing. And a real problem but they have struggled and i think they're partially back up as of monday morning is that right keith what do you, what do you know
1: yeah that's what i'm reading but not everything is up so you know we talked about creating the logs that are the scripts for the radio stations to when they're running certain when they're running the commercials and what order and what times and uh, and then also music and then you know news and other breaks and promos all that stuff you know, is fed into the computer that runs the the radio station and tells the the you know on-air personalities when to do their little bits and segues and do their live commercials and all that stuff. So all that stuff was 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 shut down. That part has come back apparently, where you're able to create your log as far back as September 18th. But what's not up is the invoicing and billing part. That's not that's not fixed yet. But the log stuff means that they can actually run their radio station. But why is why do they have to go back and recreate their logs, Jackson? I mean, I guess we've just jumped 10 days ahead, but you still have to go back and put those together, don't you?
0: Yeah, they do have to go back and put them together because they have to reconcile them with the orders and with the invoicing and all of the other back-end stuff that is necessary to, to have a bill. I mean, you got hundreds of millions of dollars worth of revenue, that you just can't walk away from as an industry. So they've got to go back and recreate the bills, recreate the logs, and then hope that uh, that matches somewhat whatever ma- uh, manual system they had in place at that time. It's, a, it's an incredible mess. And, you know, Keith, you and I both know Marketron is really a good company. They're really well run. They're reputable. Yeah. They've done a good job over the years. And my point on that is that th- this kind of a thing can happen to anybody. And broadcasters, have, it's really kind of a wake-up call for a lot of us to look and say, what do we do if that sort of thing happens? Well, how do we manage to do this, to shift it manually, and to keep it on track, keep the commercials running, keep the programs running, and have some kind of a backup system? And it's not easy. I'm not saying that's an easy thing, but, boy, we, we better have it. I, I had a good friend who is, um, uh, said that you know this is one of the reasons he doesn't like to be on the cloud. He doesn't like being, have not having it locally sourced. Well, the difference is this guy is a tech genius, unlike you and me, who are about as technically illiterate as we come. And, you know, as these engineering and tech support staffs decline over the years at radio stations, they can't do that. They can't support an in-house system. So by moving everything to the cloud like, you know, Marketron does, and basically all traffic systems do these days their engineers handle all the heavy lifting and all the radio station all the TV station has to have mm-hmm. is an interface just a real simple interface easy peasy so, right until this happens until this happens that's exactly right so we'll figure it out we'll figure it out did you get your techna order in did you get your uh, order to buy techna entertain or techna yeah, TV I, yeah, stations in
1: Hey, you know, my 500 bucks is in escrow right now, you know. They asked for 10% down, so, you know, I put my 500 bucks in. I think for five grand I can get a couple of spots.
0: Well, here's the, you know, here's the deal. As as you and I both know, Tegna has uh, kind of been in play. There's been some real boardroom uh, problems, and we can probably get into this a little bit more as this story develops over the next week or two. But it's got a market cap of $4.5 billion. The offers are coming in at about 10% higher. So somebody at one point said the bid uh, was for $8.8 billion. I don't know where the hell that came from. But right now, uh, who's bidding on on Tegna? Who's interested in Tegna, Keith? Well, that,
1: that's what happened late last week when the trades reported that Standard General and Apollo, which owns Cox Television and Radio, not Cox Cable, had put in an, a, a bid of $8 billion for Tegna. Uh, and everybody's going, whoa, okay. And then Tegna says, yes, the bids are due by September 27th or 28th, whatever it is. And yes, we have received this bid. Now, the rumor mill then generates, the rumor mill starts cranking up and says, yeah, but, you know, Byron Allen is going to bid on it too. And Byron Allen's going to bid. And we're waiting to see what Byron Allen bids. Well, as of this morning, I still see no evidence that Byron Allen has bid.
0: Uh, Tegna- actually, I yeah. did. I did see an, he he's got a, an offer for I think uh, I, I think Cox's offer was $22 a share. He came in at yeah.
1: 23.50. Oh, okay. So and he so did, he did make an
0: offer last night.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's done that. So now they have to take a look at all that and they'll start you know Well, and they have to look out. at but your offer too. But but here's the thing. Tegna has 66 television stations mm-hmm. in 54 markets. Byron's got 16 stations and so apollo and standard general with cox television is looking to really beef up their portfolio there's going to have to be some spins because they have some conflicts but they're looking to really beef this up and that's the play in television it's how can we be dominant right. in television? you know right. cover lots of markets certainly you know most of the top all the top 50 maybe top 75 and then we can we can really drive the marketplace and we can drive rates particularly as we move from cost-per-point buying to impression buying. So they'll have more impressions. Byron's looking to just get a seat at the table. He's yeah. he's tiny with 16 stations. I think maybe he's gotten up to 24 stations when he bought some of the, the gray TV stations that had to be spun off. Yeah, out and of the Interface, Meredith deal. right? Yeah, he's, tr- he's trying to become a big player in television ownership, already being a pretty big player in cable network ownership. So it's going to be interesting to see... Um, you know with the if the board of Tegna now Tegna is really a division of Gannett they're the television division of Gannett which is a big newspaper company owns the USA Today paper and 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 dozens and dozens of struggling losing their ass local newspapers and so it's going to be interesting to see who can who Gannett wants to uh, sell this off to
0: well i think the other advantage of getting this bulk is it it really helps them in retrans negotiations too you oh, know they there can they can affect it in addition to the advertising advertising inventory. But as they all say, right. this story is developing, so yes. stay tuned for updates. Now, there's a lot of backdoor uh, drama that's kind of interesting in this, which we'll get into in the next couple of weeks. All right, just a quick reminder that uh, our Media consultant videos are on Vimeo now. And most of the older shows are still on YouTube, or they were as of this morning. I don't know. They probably have found something you've said, Keith, and they've taken them all down. So that's it for our Tuesday edition. Keith, uh, well, let's do this again Thursday. I'll see you then.
1: Okay, Jackson, have a great week. We'll see you on Thursday, buddy.